0: Continue our series of Daniel. By now, I'm sure you've finished reading the book of Daniel, right? And, <laughs> and um, there's there's so much um, in the book of Daniel that um, we are to learn. We spent a lot of time. Um, in part one, two, and three of the teaching, we spent a lot of time in chapter one of, of Daniel. If you, if you missed it, you could ask for the outlines, and I mean, encourage you to download the, the teachings um, on, online, and it's for free anyway. So it will help you. And um, today we are we are skipping. Chapter 2, because I want to give you Chapter 2 as an assignment to read. Um, It's not, I'm not going to mark it, but you know, God may just ask you um, for Chapter 2 of Daniel. So I want to encourage you to read Chapter 2. In Chapter 3, we would allude to a very significant event in Chapter 2, but um, read it yourself, Read from chapter one, chapter two, chapter three. We are going to read today, and um, I, I believe at this time that God, as God, as you know, the, the, if you look around you, the things are um, challenging for the world. You know, is is that the case? You know, I mean, things are things are quite tough and challenging. You know, and again, it all this did not take God by surprise. I mean, do you think God is surprised that tomato is, is, uh, how much is it? Do you think God woke up and said, wow, I'm so shocked. Tomato is, no, he isn't. He isn't, you know? And like I said, I mean, someone, someone, said, someone said, I mean, that last year, from beginning of last well, like middle of last year, the person was saying, oh, Pastor, you were saying that this year was going to be hard. We didn't know it was going to be this hard. You know, but again, like I said to the person, and like I said when I was teaching, I did not only say that that is the outlook of this year from a prophetic standpoint, and it was clear, and I kept saying it last year, right? I kept saying it last year, I kept saying it last year. But what I also kept saying was that when men are saying there's a casting down, That you will say there's a lifting up in the name of Jesus. So you have to receive that. Praise the name of the Lord. You have to receive it. And, you know, even at this time, you know, it's interesting because from the faith standpoint, there's a lot of pressure on Nigeria, you know? More Christians are killed in Nigeria than anywhere else in the world. Do you know that? Today. More Christians are killed in Nigeria than anywhere else in the world. And we are praying. We are trusting God. But you see, sometimes some things will go their full cycle. And some of us, we have to stand for our faith. I believe that, you know, God is going to raise people here to be in charge of so many things in this nation. In Jesus' name. Even then, you have to stand for your faith. You have to stand for your faith. A lot of things that are going down, you know it's because we have people that are not standing for their faith instead of them to stand for their faith they are saying oh it can never happen no don't say it can never happen praise the name of the lord well you know i don't i really don't like talking politics i'm sure you know that I, I just i like to operate from the prophetic i don't like to operate from the political <laughs> you know but the truth is, you know, the Sharia bill was entertained by a Christian president. It was a Christian president that enshrined it. It wasn't Buhari now. So why are we breaking our heads for Buhari? Praise the Lord. Hmm. Things are going to get very interesting, but they that know their God shall be strong and they will do exploits in the name of Jesus. The story is told of 40 Christians in the Roman Empire, about 300 A.D., in the present-day Turkey the Roman emperor woke up one day and withdrew worship, liberties of worship, that is freedom of religion, freedom of worship. And anyone that, the target was Christians, largely, that wants to worship Jesus will face death. Now, there were these 40 soldiers in emperors camp that were Christians and their general said to them denounce Christ and you'll be fine and they said no, no they won't, they won't denou- denounce Christ then it's a popular story I mean it's even so um, um, popular it's, it's, it's on Wikipedia and <laughs> Google they took them, undressed them, they were stuck naked, and they left them on a, f- a frozen lake to freeze to death. Then they provided a hot bath beside them, a few meters beside them, that when you are ready to denounce Christ, go and you know warm yourself up in the bath and you'll be free free to go. Hour after hour, after hour, after hour. After a couple of hours, one of the 40 soldiers got up and crawled to the bath (laughs) and went to have a good, warm bath. They gave him his clothes and he was freed. But something happened and, and that was the fact that while they were out there one of the other soldiers was amazed at people that can stand for their god to this extent so when the other soldier went and, and and went to warm himself up one of the soldiers said can i take his place and he took his place they took off his clothes, and the 40 died. It's a true life story. They are called the Matters of Sebastian. Google it. Orthodox Christian, the Catholic Church, still, I think they have a, a day to remember the Matters of Sebastian. But the question is, This is our first question in the opening section. Do you think you would have stayed on the ice with the other soldiers? Why do you think so? And why not? Do you think you would have stayed on the ice with the other soldiers? I don't think that Nigeria will go the way of talking. I believe that God will turn the tide of this nation. In the name of Jesus. And I'm confident because we will not relent. However, hypothetically, do you think you will have stayed on the ice if you were one of the 40 soldiers? And if you think so, why? Who wants to, who wants to share their conviction? Their conviction for Jesus. <laughs> Even in this place, everybody's very sober. Who wants to Why why do you think you would? Would you? And why? Or why not? Okay, since we are all supposed, most of us are supposed to be Christians, so I can as well pass the mic around randomly. Okay, Ikena um, <laughs> What's to tell us. I would stay on the ice. You stay on the ice, by the grace of God. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> and why do you think you will stay on the ice? Because it's like um, the fastest way to heaven. It's the fastest way to heaven. Come, Lord Jesus, come. I mean, okay, cool. Who else? Would you stay or would you... Um, Not yes, I, I, I think there was a hand there. I don't know, um, but I can take anybody randomly. Come on, uh, would you stay or would you not? Um, can you give the mic to the lady beside you then? And yeah, would you stay or would you not? Give her the mic. Let's hear you. I'm not sure. You're not sure. That's the honest thing. You're not sure. Would you stay or would you not? hard question. Would you stay or would you not? Yes, please. Sorry, you, you didn't answer the why. Um, she needs to answer the why. Why or why not? Why Why? why are you not sure?
1: Oh, praise the Lord.
0: Hallelujah.
1: Because it can be
0: difficult. Because it can be difficult. Okay, thank you for your honesty. Yeah. Praise God. Hallelujah.
1: For me, I will, because I feel since I know God and I believed in Him, even though if anything happens or if my, if I, my enemy eventually dies, I like what is said. Your enemy. <laughs>
0: yes. <as laughs> Don't you just love Nigerian Christians? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: okay, but we understand you. We understand. You. <laughs> okay,
1: let me just let me rephrase it. Yeah, no, no rephrase it, okay, okay. ahead. Yeah. It's fine. It's you okay. virtually Yes. You know yes. So why?
0: It. Why do you think you will? Why do you think you will? You will stay?
1: Is because I will not denounce Christ.
0: That's will not denounce Christ. Yes, I will not. Because you will not denounce yes, Christ. Yes, I will. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Okay. Um, um, let's take, yeah. Is there a hand there? Okay. Praise the Lord. Then you give the hand at the back. Yes, go ahead.
1: I, I will stay on the ice.
0: Why? why because
1: think? there's nowhere else to go. There's nothing else left out there. Hmm. After that experience, I doubt that there's anything else that would ever make sense again.
0: Hmm. So where else? If not Jesus. Where else? <clears throat> I see And you see, the truth is that, and, and I didn't believe them. The people that said they will stay, even the person that says she's not sure, I believe them because the truth is where else. You know, Paul was saying that if it's, if, if it's in this life alone we have hope, we are all my most miserable. We are the most miserable set of people if it's only in this world that we have hope. Um, yes.
1: Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, I'll stay on the ice because for many reasons, but one that's really just knowing I is the fact that the devil will not allow me rest afterwards. <laughs> the accusation will be intense. You would actually wish you were you are dead, you know, It um, would accuse you to the end. So I'll stay on the eyes because really, like Debbie said, there's nowhere to go and the devil will not allow you rest afterwards.
0: Okay, amen. Now, while I really wish I could pass the mic around, you know, but for time would we'll, would we'll go on. But it's a, it's, it's a question we need, to, we need to think about. You know, this Christianity is not a fanfare it's not yes we thank god because god is on our side praise the name of the lord but you see our life is not in this world alone we have a hope of eternal life life everlasting with god praise the name of the lord so our decisions cannot be based on this world alone alone We should wrestle with this question. I mean, the outline is yours. You can take it home, obviously. And be sure that before you sleep today, I would suggest that you are able to say that you will not leave that ice you know, if God chooses that path for you. Next question in the open segment is, is there anything in your life for which you will sacrifice your comfort and reputation Let's just say comfort and reputation. Maybe even your life. Is there anything in your life that is very precious that you sacrifice your comfort, you sacrifice your reputation, and, well, even if it's the ultimate um, sacrifice? Anybody, is there anything in your life that... Most people, I can tell you what they can sacrifice, their comfort, reputation, even their life for. I can almost tell you, but I don't want to preempt you. Um, And it's not Jesus. (laughs) <laughs> I can't tell you. Uh, okay. Most people, you sacrifice their comfort and their reputation, even, even if it is their life for their children. True of us. Most people will. I didn't say everybody will. Most people will. Some people, some, will sacrifice their comfort and their reputation, even their life, for their wives. Some. Padivi, what do you say? Q? Oh, few. <laughs> okay, I think. Oh. <laughs> Just say few or you? How do you know? Oh <laughs> uh, well, uh, she knows. <clears throat> now, but but I mean, it's is the truth? You know, but I don't need to flaunt it because it's something I'm very sober about. <laughs> but if the rubber meets the road, then that's what it is. I mean, praise the name of God. And unfortunately, there are people that will sacrifice even their lives for material things. Sacrifice their lives for a new dress. Yeah. Sacrifice their lives for promotion. Sacrifice their lives for a new, a new, a new job. You know, talking to a copper. You know, years ago, paid employment. You know, says, "Oh, sir, I need this job." I'm like, "Well, everybody I've been speaking with needs this job." And she's like, "You know, I can't do anything." I hope you understand me. I said, I don't understand you. (laughs) Because you want a job. Again, these questions are for you to take home and wrestle with so that you can be aligned 100% with God. Because that's where peace is, like Debbie said, okay, you walk out of the ice. Then what? To what? Praise the name of the Lord. Our text is Daniel chapter 3. Daniel chapter 3. 1 to 30. Daniel 3, 1 to 30. I read, King Nebuchadnezzar made a gold statue, 90 feet tall and 9 feet wide, and it set, and set it up on the plain of Dura in the province of Babylon. Then he sent messages to the high officers. Everybody say high officers. high officers. You know, I used to think it was everybody, you know, until <laughs> I read the kid. Just his leaders, mainly. High officers, officials, governors, advisors, treasurers, judges, magistrates, and all the provincial officials to come to the dedication of the statue he had set up. So all these officials, which came from different tribes and tongues, some of them were Jews, some of them were. You know, Africans, they were all conquered and all that. Came and stood before the statue King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. Then a herald, then a herald shouted out, People of all races and nations and tongues, because they were from different places, all these leaders, and, listen to the king's command. When you hear the sound of the horn, the flute, zither, lyre, harp, pipes, and other musical instruments bow to the ground to worship King Nebuchadnezzar's gold statue. If anyone, anyone who refuses to obey will immediately be thrown into a blazing furnace. So at the sound of the musical instrument, all the people, whatever their race, or nation, or language, bowed to the ground and worshipped the golden statue that King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. But some of the astrologers went to the king and informed on the Jews. They said to the king Nebuchadnezzar, long live the king. You issued a decree requiring all the people to bow down and worship the gold statue when they hear the sound of the horn, flute, zeta, lyre, harp, pipes, and other musical I- instruments. That decree also states that those who refuse to obey must be thrown into a blazing furnace. But there are some Jews, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, whom you have put in charge of the province of Babylon. They pay no attention to you. It's jealousy, you know. Your majesty, they refuse to serve your God and do not worship the gold statue you have set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar flew into a rage and ordered that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego be brought before him. When they were brought in, Nebuchadnezzar said to them, Is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you refuse to serve my God or to worship the gold statue I have set up? I will give you one more chance to bow down and worship the statue I have made when you hear the sound of the musical instrument. But if you refuse, you will be thrown immediately into the blazing furnace. And then what God will be able to rescue you from my power? You know, that alone is a serious What God. Praise the Lord. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied, Oh, Nebuchadnezzar, don't even bother giving us this last chance. We do not need to defend ourselves before you. If we are thrown into the blazing fire, the God whom we serve is able to save us. Question, do you serve this God? Do you serve him? Or are you just attending church and and just checking him out? Do you serve him? It's it's huge. The God whom we serve is able to save us. He will rescue us from your power, (laughs) your majesty. We mean no disrespect, but he's going to rescue us. But even if he doesn't, we want to make it clear to you your majesty, that we will never serve your gods or worship the gold statue you have set up. Nebuchadnezzar was so furious with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, his face became distorted with rage. He commanded that the furnace be heated seven times hotter than usual. Then he ordered some of the strongest men of his army, to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and throw them into the blazing furnace. So they tied them up and threw them into the furnace, fully dressed in their pants, turbans, robes, and other garments, the things that can catch fire easily. And because the king, in his anger, had demanded such a hot fire in the furnace, The flames killed the soldiers as they threw the three men in. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego securely tied, fell into the roaring flames. But suddenly, Nebuchadnezzar jumped up in amazement and exclaimed to his advisors, didn't we tie up three men and threw them into the furnace. Yes, your majesty. We certainly did, they replied. Look, Nebuchadnezzar shouted. I see four men, unbound, walking around in the fire, unarmed. And the fourth, the similitude of the fourth, looks like that of the Son of God. KJV says, Then Nebuchadnezzar came as close as he could to the door of the flaming furnace and shouted, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the... (laughs) Come out. Come here. So Nebuchadnezzar, so Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego stepped out of the fire. Then the high officers, officials, governors, and advisers crowded around them and saw that the fire had not touched them. Not a air on their head was seen, and their clothing was not scorched. They didn't even smell of smoke. Then Nebuchadnezzar said, praise to the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. May people that don't know God see your life and say praise to the God of Olufemimone, of your name. He sent his angel to rescue his servants who trusted him. Uh You don't know. They defied the king's command and they were willing to die rather than serve or worship any god except their own God. Therefore, I make this decree if any people, whatever their race or nation or language, Speak a word against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They will be torn limb from limb. And their houses will be turned into heaps of rubbles. There is no God that can rescue like this. Ah. Then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Promotion that people are willing to compromise for and to sell their lives for. You know. To even the higher positions in the province of Babylon, it all ends up in promotion. It all ends up in promotion. You see, when you circumvent your tests, you should change your promotion. When you when you boycott, when you take the shortcut, you are cutting short the elevation that God has for you. That's just how it is. That's just how it is. It is amazing that when Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were addressing Nebuchadnezzar. They were firm, unflinching in their conviction, but they were respectful in their communication. Can can you imagine? They knew God. They knew that He was the God of the heavens and the earth. But they said, We will not bow, Your Majesty. We will not worship Your King, Your Majesty. Your God, your Majesty. You know, many times Christians, we think that the, the, the fact that you are filled with the Holy Ghost is, 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 is licensed to be a rascal, to be disrespectful. We think that we are, um, uh, okay, we, we, God gave us the Holy Ghost on Pentecost. You know, um, you've heard me say this many times that like God's favorite house. We are not a Baptist. We are not a Baptist Church. We are not an Anglican Church. We are not a Catholic Church. We are not a. We are even. We are not even a Pentecostal Church. This is, so, so what are you? We're a Church of Jesus Christ. President we believe in baptism. We believe in the Methodist as in the order of things. We believe in the Holy Ghost, obviously. But. You know, when you say that you are Pentecostal, you are, you are limiting God too much, you know, trying an experience. Anyway, Pentecostal doesn't mean Pentecostal. It doesn't mean Pentecostal. The fact that you are, pente- you are filled with the Holy Spirit doesn't mean, even though the, the authorities, they don't know God, it doesn't mean you should be disrespectful to them. But it doesn't mean you should compromise your stance. So, so they had that capacity to stand their ground without being disrespectful. We have people that are working for unbelieving bosses or maybe even nominal Christians as bosses. But because you, you are filled with the Holy Spirit, you know God, you are just coming from vigil or from tribe or from Sunday service, you feel you have the knowledge of God, and your boss says something that's actually stupid. And you are rude to him. No, God will not sanction that. I'm sorry. Or it could be your husband. You are the wife. You know God more than him. He's, he's an unbeliever. But you can't slap his face with it. We will not bow, your majesty. We will, it's three times at least. Did you read it? Did you see it? They gave honor to whom honor is due. But they gave worship to whom worship is given. The one and only God, the maker of the heavens and the earth. And that is big. And that is big. Then we see how it all transitioned, you know. They didn't bother. They didn't bother. (laughs) When God comes, you know, they looked unto him, they were lighting, their faces were not ashamed. The the matters of of Sebasti that we, we, we talked about, they were not inferior to Shadrach Meshach and Abednego. Do you understand? If if it if it pleases God to take them, is God He's still faithful? If it pleases God to use it to work a miracle of deliverance that all the nations of the earth will know, let it please Him. And when they were delivered from the fire, when they were set free, you know, it, it was the fire. And you, you, you must have heard us say this several times. You know, it is the fire that will reveal the fourth person. It is the fire. You can clap alone. You know, shut up and beg me good. They stood alone. <laughs> this is the fire. You see, many of us, we want to experience God, we want to experience the power of the Holy Spirit. You are like, how can God speak to me like this, you know? I mean, I've heard folks say to me, someone says, oh, you know, I just, I want to receive the anointing, your anointing, you know? I just receive it, you know? And I smile, I say receive it, you know? But be careful, because, you know, can you receive the fire that comes with it? Why? Because... (laughs) Believe me, believe me, if you can go through the fire, you will see the revealed Christ. You will see God will be real to you. God will be revealed in your life. The, the challenge is that many of us, when we are approaching the very furnace, they say, ah, where is my God? Okay, okay, okay. I, I'm not, I'm joking, I'm joking. Let's go and bow down. We will say, God, don't sleep, oh, don't sleep. Don't let the enemy rejoice over me. Over my dead body. You know, we... Listen. If you don't go through the fire, you cannot taste the promotion, the victory how it is. And God doesn't trust people that he has not tried. God cannot trust you if he hasn't tried you. He, he cannot trust you. You want the power, but you don't want to be tested. Any small thing, you will bring out a knife. You don't want to be tried. You stay where you are. But God wants to promote you. Say amen. amen. So don't be afraid. I'm not you see personally, I mean, like every other human being, nobody is looking for fire. Even Shadakha beg the go. When they made that law, they didn't go and meet the king and challenge him. They just stayed where they are and they did not worship. Nobody's looking for fire. But sometimes, if it's the path that God has ordained for you, you, you face it gallantly. And you will see God revealed. Another thing that is noteworthy is this. When they were thrown into the fire, and the resurrected Christ, or, or the, the pre incarnate Christ, oh, I'm answering some of the questions already. Okay. Um, and, and the Son of God was revealed, and they saw him. And they were fellowshipping with him. And their chains, everything, fell down. Many of us, we walk out of that fire. I'm going to confront Nebuchadnezzar. And we say Jesus, Jesus, come follow me. Let me show you. Let me show them. Let me show them the kind of God that I said. You know some people tell me things. Oh, am if you see what in my mind I'm just laughing, I'm like, you don't even know anything. You are still in King You've not even gone to primary one. You are giving testimony as if you're in university. Many people, many people will walk out of that fire. Because you are free. The fire has no impact on you. You will step on the head of the people that brought you in as footman. And you will confront Nebuchadnezzar. I mean, no, no, many people will do that. They will confront Nebuchadnezzar. You think you can bind us? <laughs> you don't know the kind of God of Himself. You don't you don't know. That is a consuming fire. Fire cannot consume him. But they stayed where they were. They stayed where they were. It was the king himself that. "Ah, ah." Something is going on in there. Same thing, you must have heard me share about Joseph. Joseph became the prime minister of the superpower of the world. At the time, he knew the way home, but Joseph did not go back. Many of us would have loaded chariots and, and horses, I would have taken a ride to the house of, 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 of Isaac. I would have come with a regalia. Joseph stayed in Egypt. When it was time, you see, when the, what happens to people that have really gone through the fire is that they allow God to glorify Himself. Otherwise, you feel you need to help God. No, 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 it doesn't need help. It doesn't it doesn't need help? They allow God to glorify himself. Joseph stayed in Egypt. He was faithful in his his assignment. He stayed where God has placed him. He didn't bother. He didn't love his father less. His brother, Benjamin, was there. His heart aches for them. Even the brother that sold him to slavery, he still loved them passionately. But he stayed where he was. He stayed where he was. Praise the name of the Lord. You know, there's so much in this. I'm I'm praying that God will unpack it for us all in Jesus' name. Um, I encourage you to get to download the message or the city and just listen to it by yourself and see what God will reveal to you still. We're gonna breeze through the questions. and will be done. To put it mildly, the king wasn't pleased with the three friends' refusal to obey his orders. He wasn't pleased with it. They were about to fall out of favor with the king that has treated them so well. Quote unquote. And were about to incur his wrath. How have you been in a similar situation and how did that go? Quickly, anybody. I mean, this is someone that has done them so much good. They did. They were nobodies. He made them leaders of his provinces. You, you, you heard that, you know? I, have you seen that unfold? How did it go? Has that happened to you before? Somebody that has really helped you. Like a lady said to me, "Now oh, this man has." Really helps me. He paid all my school fees from year one. Now I'm graduating, and he says he it doesn't. It's not that he wants, wants me to be free to marry whoever I want to marry. It's not that he wants to marry me, but he says that he has to sleep with me at least so that he will eat the fruit of his labor. True life. Now, that's, a, that's an example. How do you have you seen that happen before? Has that happened to anybody here before? How do you turn your back on someone that has done you all good, but at the point of the person wanting you to sin against your God? You know, how do you, has that happened to anybody here before? Okay, there's a hand there. Quickly. While that is go- going on, um, okay, let's just take it one by one. Yeah, okay. another hand Yeah. Hallelujah. Where's Shala? Going for sabbatical. Yeah. Can you try and stand up so that you can speak up? I mean, so that we can...
1: Right, in, uh, in the movie industry, they call them um, production manager. Okay. If you want to produce a movie, you have your story, yeah. you'll be the one that will source for crew right. for you. And they will manage the... The crew. Yeah, they yeah. manage the crew and manage the production from, you know, from the beginning to the end. Right. So, you know, when I was in the industry, the guy... The guy went, as in There was time I was doing a particular training, in acting and the guy always called you no know, the guy who called me he give me jobs so after a while people, were, people actually saw maybe there was something between us you were in hollywood I, yes
0: eh. <laughs> okay go on
1: i so, thought you were aware of it eh, yes.
0: i don't remember <laughs> i'm sorry have i watched any of your movies okay we talk about that afterwards yeah. go on go on so yeah.
1: Then, so people, a lot of people just felt, maybe, because I see them, the way they dress and all right. sorts, but because then when I met you, you said, I should go ahead, but I should not take questionable rules, of which I knew that, that yeah. I won't do such. So, when I went ahead, you know, the guy is always giving me a job. He said, he liked the way I'm always, you know, presenting my jobs and everything. Right. So, after a while, you got to a point. The guy now said, ah, Chumoke, I like you so much, you are so calm, you are this, you are that. I want us to be together in this industry. And I said, I'm sorry, I can't do that. He kept on saying it over and over and he over. He just
0: said, You want us to be together. What is. No,
1: I what said, I, What no, can't what,
0: you do there? No, what
1: is trying to <laughs> say? <laughs> no, <is> trying to <laughs> say?
0: <laughs> but we understand, we understand. Yeah, I said, You want God. us to be together? You I understand. Be, I You want people to know also so, that we should dating. We should be so, dating. So, so you. I told him <laughs> that
1: I'm sorry that I can't do such. Because a lot of people respect him because they you know that, you know, you're the one will pay you and everything. Right. I told him, I said, I I just told him, I said, Right. I'm sorry, I can't do such, I can't do it. He kept on wow. asking me after a while, I said, I can't do it. So at that point, I felt, even though if he doesn't give me jobs again, my God will supply my need. So, came you know, in. after a while, he, 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 he didn't talk to me like that. So one day now called, he said to him, okay, and then he came to this area, and now called, he said, he said, do you know what, I, I always, that you are, I'm so grateful that I met someone like you, and he's a Muslim person. He said, you know, since I met you, there's something about you, you are so different from other ladies that I've seen. And again, that, uh, that every time people talk about you, I always tell them that you are pastor's daughter. That's what he said. Okay. And I said, well, for that, I thank God for that. Amen. You know? So, after a while, just said, that, well, this thing, this path you have chosen, just as in it's just very good, it's only okay. God that can feel and God has been doing that for you.
0: Amen. Amen. Praise <laughs> the Lord. Okay, so we just take one more then we'll go to the next question. You can read the other questions and... and contemplate on answering them. Yeah. Praise the Lord.
2: Hallelujah. Good evening, church. And happened before I got married. I lived with my auntie for about four years. Right. As then I was still single. She got she helped me get into Corona as a teacher then. Right. So she was even the one that sent me my first trip to the UK. Right. So when it was not time for me to settle down, she had this um, guy abroad that she wanted me to marry. She had arranged everything. And I thought I said God has not told me to marry him is a total right. stranger and all that. So she kept talking, after all I've done for you, you want to do this. I said, No, I cannot obey you and disobey God. Right. So that's spoilt my relationship with her. Right. And you know, but eventually we she called me and said, I respect you as a person. You didn't look at the, the things attached to what I was going to give right. to you because the guy was abroad, right. but he wasn't a believer and all that. Right. So today I heard she's now born again. Amen. My life influenced her. Amen. We we're born on the same day and but well, she's my cousin. Amen. God.
0: Hallelujah. Okay. Thank you for that, both of you. Let's clap for them for um, their contribution. What gave these three young men the courage to defy the king's order and to risk their lives? What do you think gave them the courage? Yes, there's a hand right there. What gave them the courage?
3: Praise God. Hallelujah. Because um, they know that is, uh, they serve a living God. And who is the maker of heaven and earth? He, they know that he will not forsake them in, in Amen. Time like so this. So
0: their root in God, I mean, was their source of courage. Read verse 28. Thank you very much. Read verse 27. Verse 27 says... Verse 27... Okay, he's the one that talked about their um, um, clothes and all that. Then the officers, officials, governors, and advisors crowded around them and saw that the fire had not touched them, not the air of their heads were singed, and their clothing was not scorched. They didn't even smell of smoke. The Bible included such detailed description of the men after they emerged from the fire. What does this tell us? What does this tell us? Okay. You can't all be at the backhoe. Eh? There's a hand right there in front.
2: Um. What I can infer from that is when God delivers, it right. delivers totally and completely. They Amen. didn't even smell of smoke.
0: Amen. as I say. Total deliverer. Read verses 1 to 7. Why did Nebuchadnezzar require his leadership to bow down before the golden statue? What was the significance of this command? Who can give this a shot? What was the significance of this command? Yes. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah.
2: When you have uh, called your bosses in the office, for instance, if you walk in an office and they've given an order, so people in management, you right. know that you are just there to be roasted <laughs> if you don't do what your guys are meant to do. So Absolutely. if you've called the people in power to do it and you are not even near the power, by default, you fall in.
0: Okay, so um, that, is, that is true. And, and the underlining reason why he called the people in power to do it so that everybody else can fall in was because if you read chapter two of, of Daniel, um, Nebuchadnezzar had a dream. He forgot his dream. And Daniel came, told him his dream, and told him the interpretation thereof. And the dream was that there was a huge statue. The head was gold. The breast was bronze. The thighs was iron. The legs were a mixture of iron and clay something. Then a rock that was hewn out, carved out, was released from heaven, and crushed the statue from the leg. And the whole statue crumbled, and the rock and was scattered, and the rock was grew so big to fill the whole earth. And Daniel said, The gold part is your kingdom. After you will be a weaker kingdom, silver before the bronze then the bronze, then the iron, then the mixture of the iron and the clay, and they will try and intermarry. They will try and form alliances, but it will not stand. But the kingdom of God will be released, and it will crush it. And that kingdom is going to fill the whole earth. He's talking about the church. Now, on the backdrop of that, Nebuchadnezzar Setting up the golden calf, oh, not calf. The golden structure was an act of rebellion directly against God. He made everything gold, from head to toe. They say the, the head is you, your portion is gold. The other people have their portion. made every, other people have their portion to be weaker, lesser than yours. He made everything gold, and the, I mean, the people that can cause the rebellion and subsequent kingdoms. I, his leaders, Abby. Oh yeah, all of you, come on. Glory be to Jesus. If you can clap alone, clap alone. It's okay, don't be afraid to do things alone. Now, then you now see these three boys, the Wumba. What does that tell you? It shows you why he was so enraged so you are the ones. (laughs) Okay. Next question. Why do you think, who do you think was the fourth person Nebuchadnezzar was walking, saw walking around in the fire? I've already given the answer to that. Do you think the young three men expected to be saved from the fire or not? If they expected to be saved, does that make their refusal to bow less impressive? Why or why not? Do you think they expected, to, they, were, they expected to be saved? From their statements, obviously they did not expect to be saved. From their statement, they knew God was capable of saving them. But they also knew that God is sovereign. And God has his own mind, his own agenda, and he can choose not to save them. I mean, that is one part of God penty, Okay, I, don't, I mean I, don't, I, don't, I want to say Pente rascals, but I mean no disrespect, but mainly Pentecostal Christians don't get. That's one part of God. Pentecostal Christians don't get. that God is not only able, God can choose not to. They say, "Oh, you don't have faith." If you the word of faith, if you no, sometimes you speak the word of faith and God says, Sorry, calm down. I will move it, but not now. Praise the name of the Lord. <laughs> so we see that the way. So, next question. Although following Christ can be difficult, <clears throat> it is immeasurably easier with the help of others who also want to do all this right, can you share an experience where having like-minded people has really helped you in your work with Christ? Just one. You know, it's, it's, following God can be challenging. Okay, yes, please.
3: Praise the Lord.
0: Hallelujah.
3: When I was in school um, then, right. there was this woman in her class. She was a very rich woman husband was a Toyota dealer as a den. So she, we were in the hostel and she has a house outside of campus, so she likes to spoil us, she will take us out, buy food for us and all that. So when we were writing our exams, so she cajoled three of us to, we were friends, like (laughs) Shadrach, The
0: Female version. We
3: were in the same fellowship. Three of us were ESCOs and... But the woman loved us and she spoke us, not knowing that that was what she was targeting. She wanted us to help her out in our exams because we, we, we told ourselves that we will always sit at the front so that we won't get involved in malpractice because it's when you sit at the back mm. or in the middle that people will now start tempting you. So we would normally sit at the front. Mm. So she, she told us that can, can we like put her in the middle and sit in the middle and so that we can offer with some and all that all oh, so, the rice you have
0: been eating uh,
3: <laughs> so yes just like that first question it was so we we, we said no We we told her no okay. and it helped because all of us said no so that Be, helped us
0: because i mean you it's, it's always helps when you have people of like mind you know and pulling in the same direction so important you see one reason why some People are struggling in their Christian work today. If you are struggling in their Christian work today, check. Who are the people around you? Check. Who are when, when you want to talk to somebody about something that is on, on top of your heart, who do you talk to? It usually determines whether you, how, how far you rise, if you rise at all, or if you fall. So important. These three boys could easily have vowed to protect their livelihood and their lives. And repent later, quote unquote, which is again what a lot of, I don't want to say rascals, but I mean no disrespect, you know, think it's okay. After all, God understands. How do you see that play out in our culture today? Is it just to to bow now, just bow, chin -chin chinny? Then you will repent. You plead it even when you are bowing. Plead the blood of. I've heard people that like say that. Oh, your father wants to take you to a palace. Don't worry, you have to follow him, but just be pleading the blood of Jesus. You just set yourself back. Some people, five years. Set yourself back seven years then you'd be saying, God is doing what? Because after the fire comes the promotion. Always. Always. So, that's obvious in our culture. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego drew some of their courage from their friendships. Do you have Christian friends? who can encourage you to honor God with your actions? I mean, let's read this, Psalm, 1 Samuel twenty-three sixteen. It's so powerful. It says, Jonathan went to find David and encouraged him to stay strong in his faith in God. Do you have Jonathan's that will find you and encourage you to stand strong in your faith in God? Are you a Jonathan? That to find people and encourage them to stay strong in their faith in God. It is so important because everybody, pastor, evangelist, bishop, everybody needs somebody, it needs a community around him, it needs people that will encourage him. Why? Because we all need encouragement. Everybody needs encouragement. Everybody. So, our next question is, because in Gospel house, the way we are structured, the best place to f- begin to find communities is in the live groups. So are you in a live group? Ask your neighbor. Get a, get a response. Yes or no? Get a response. Get a response. You can't be in a life group by yourself. Uh, That's a life group. That's a life solo. I mean, this is so important. It's so key. So as we round up, commit, now commit section. You need to commit to one of these four. You need to tick it. And I'm coming to check everybody's book Uh now. We have time. They should only finish on time. Take it now. Check one. Number one, I will join a live group this week. Number two, I will resume my live group. Some of us, we are sabbatical. I will resume my live group this week. Number three, I will encourage and motivate my live group members this week. Some of us need to do that. Number four. I will start a live group this week. Have you finished checking? Ticking? I'm coming around. Let me know when you finished. You are done. You are sure? I can come. Do yes. around this side? I'm not talking. <laughs> Marianne, have you ticked your own? Huh? Eh? You haven't, see? God has got you. <laughs> take it now, I'm waiting. Tick it, tick it, tick it, tick it. Everybody, commit to it. Commit to it. Now once you've ticked it, I want to show your neighbor. Show your neighbor what you have ticked. Now encourage each other, encourage each other. Some people need encouragement to tick. Encourage each other. Encourage each other. Go ahead. Show your neighbor. Then encourage your neighbor. Everybody needs somebody. Everybody needs somebody. Okay. Praise the name of the Lord. So, if you if you if you say you want to join a live group, the, I'm sure are we, do we have the do you have the um, directory available? Okay, I'm sure we'll have directory available. Just see any of your ushers, it will direct you. If you want to start one, just walk up to us and we'll direct you on how to go about starting one and all that. So let's all read together. Hebrews 10, 24 and 25. Then we pray and we are done. Hebrews 10, 24 and 25. Let's do it together. One, two, go. Let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. Let us not neglect the meeting together as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now, the day of his return. Let's take it again. One, two, go. Some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. Amen. Let's bow our hearts as we bow our heads, and let us just say to the Lord, Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you because after the fire comes the promotion. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you because after the fire comes the promotion. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. 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 I want to pray for you. If you are like that soldier that is not with the 40 and is asking, can I take his place? Can I join this group of people? That's love God so much. Can I give my life to Jesus today? Can I rededicate my life to Jesus today? Let's, let's focus. Let's stop moving up and down. Let's focus. Let's focus. Let's focus on God. That is me, Pastor. Pray with me. I, I, I don't need you to come forward. Wherever you are seated. I say, Pastor, I want to join. I want to join the family of God. Put up your hand wherever you are. And I'll pray with you wherever you are seated. God bless you. God bless you, sir. Right there. God bless you. That's me. God bless you, sir. God bless you. If you're saying I need to rededicate my life, put up that hand. God bless you. Keep it up. Keep it up. God bless you. That is me. That is me. That is me. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you right there. Another hand right there. God bless you, my brother. God bless you, my sister. Right there. God bless you. That is me. That's me. God bless you, my brother. Right there. That is me. That's me. That is me. God bless you. Now if you have the card, you can put down your hand. That's all I require of you. I don't need you to come forward. While you are seated, I want you to cry to God. I want you to cry to God. Say, God, help me. Accept me. Cleanse me. Make me your own today. Change my life, O God of heaven. Empower me to be all that you have called me to be. Oh, Tahita, Hizaha, Zalika, Yozaha, Let's all take this song. Show me your ways. Show me your ways. That I may walk in. Show me. of your hands stronger Stronger. each day. Thank you. Lord, we pray for everyone that is surrendering to you. Like that soldier that joined and said, can I join them? They've made a step to join your family today. They've taken a step, oh God, of heaven. We ask that you receive them in the name of Jesus. cleanse them totally. Every one of us, Lord, give us the grace to walk with you. Honor and glory we give unto you. In Jesus' mighty name. We are praying, Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Let's put our hands together for the Lord Jesus, for his kindness and his mercy. Thank you for listening to this. I want to encourage you to share this resource with your family and friends. God bless you. And tell it because I'm a Tazi and